Salutations, salutations, salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast, The Dale Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor and... Hey, man, it's the ever so clever, the man with many endeavors, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Dale Time. Peace, King. Peace, King. What up, G, man? How's your, how's your weekend been so far, bro? Man, it's been, it's, it's been, it's been nice. It's been splendid. It's been splendid. You know, like, like they it's put in splendid. coffee. It's been splendid. Like they put in coffee. It's been equal. <laughs> You mean Splendor? That's not Splendor. <laughs> Splendor, Splendor. It's all the same shit. Tomato, tomato. So literally not. <laughs> literally not the same thing. You man. put Splendor in your, you put Splendor in your coffee, yeah, they can make it taste better. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, man. What you got? What you got popping? Uh, what you got popping? Are you, are you playing hoop? You dropping eighty on niggas or you haven't oh, dropped yeah, eighty in a while? It's, you're doing. I, I, I'm see, see. I, yeah, I haven't had to drop eighty on nobody. Actually, I just been up on this boxing. So really, I just been in there, just you know, what I'm saying, getting my, uh, getting my, getting my punching on, but and getting my exercise in. But uh, I mean, I still get out there though. You know, I'm still nice. You know, I haven't had to drop eighty on nobody in a while. But I mean, I did. I did. I, I didn't have to drop eighty, but I had to drop like thirty on somebody the other week, just so they know and they know who they they listening. So just know bigger. Faster, stronger. They know what it means. <laughs> I have to drop thirty on somebody. What was the game? How long was the game that you were able to drop thirty on somebody? How long is that game? It was. It, it was a few games. It was a few games. But he got thirty beats. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. He got thirty beats. Like it was. Like it was old school KFC when they used to deliver chicken. I got a, I got a question for you, man. Regarding something that happened in the culture the other day, I wanted you. To, I want you to tell me this. When is the time? That you were most disrespected at the bank. Who, like, as a worker or as 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 a like a as a customer? As a customer. You know, I think like I I don't you know what to be honest with you I don't think I've ever had a moment where I've been disrespected at the bank as a customer. I ain't had my money ain't long enough to get disrespected at the bank as a customer. Like (laughs) that's that's a great. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a great answer that's a great answer because uh, honestly someone whose money is very long got disrespected the bank not sure if y'all heard well let me first give a shout out to uh, uh, Sacramento State fellow alumni Ryan Kugler uh, the director of Black Panther and Fruitvale Station and Creed um, and him being the director of Black Panther is actually uh, historic. That is the highest grossing film ever directed by an African-American. Uh, Ryan Cooler went into the bank the other day in the Bank of America and passed a note to a teller which said, I'd like to withdraw $12,000 from my account. Um, please do the count in the back. I would like to keep it discreet. Uh, he was wearing a sun- sunglasses, a beanie, and a mask because it's 2022 and we still have to wear masks in places. The teller asked him for his ID, and she also gave him. He also gave her his bank card. Uh, she said, even though she even though she got the ID, her stomach felt weird, so she went to the back and called the police. The police came, and um, they 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 rolled up on Ryan Coogler in B of A. Glocks drawn, uh, detained him and put him in the back of the car. <laughs> if, um, if you guys don't, if you guys need more information, you can check out the body cam video. It is available on YouTube. 
Uh, they handled it very calmly, according to him. Bank of America has handled it to his satisfaction, which means they must have gave him a bag to leave it alone completely. And I am genuinely, genuinely not surprised that this occurred. Uh, actually, the, outs- the, the wildest thing about it is he's outside explaining himself to the police, like talking like super calmly in like a way where, you know, how someone's talking when they want to go off, but they just got to realize they're not going to go off. And he's explaining the situation like, yeah, I would draw this bread and, you know, it makes a lot of noise. So I don't want everybody knowing how much I'm getting. And by the time they get to the end of it, the police officer's like, well, have you ever considered just talking to them and telling them what you need? Like you're offering, the police officer was offering like alternatives to not have this happen to him again. But the note says, I'd like to withdraw $12,000 from my account. Please be discreet. Do the count in the back. And and it's just, you know what the thing is? The the thing is, right? I'm going to give About Dell Time a shout out in a second to talk once I get done with this with my diatribe. But when About Dell Time first brought this incident to my attention, I was like, oh, this is funny. Like, I'm going to have some jokes about this. But then... I watched the video. Like, I watched the video, right? And then I was like, yo. I watched the video, and the way they did the video, when the news was reporting it, they were talking about how, ironically, uh, Ryan Coogler is responsible for directing Fruitvale Station, which is about an unfortunate police encounter. It's just like, and it's just like, it's such, it's so, like, full circle. Because, like, man, we made this movie. We had 2020, but, you know, like, it's still Negro. And he's like, yeah, yeah, y'all got cards? Everybody's name is like, we don't have any cards. If you want to write down our name, it's cool. He's like, well, he's like, you got any? He's like, I got a pen in my pocket, but I'm not going to reach for anything in my pocket. He's like, you can get anything out of your pocket. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to reach for anything in front of y'all. Like, I don't, I need a pen. And mm-hmm. they're like, and kind of put off by him saying that. But at the same time, they just told him like, yo, we got to call about a bank robbery. So we detain and ask questions later. That's just how we do it. So you're not going right. to tell me that's how you do it and then tell me to reach in my pockets, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do both, right? right? <laughs> so I just, I mean, shout out to About the Time to bring, for bringing it to my attention because I was going to look over it, but I watched the whole video and was like, man, like, like, you know how, like, you, you were saying your money isn't long enough to be disrespected to the bank? You know what the worst, you know, like the worst combination of that, of like being disrespected is and a top 10 worst combination about the time. I'm done talking, I promise. But like being being disrespected the bank and being disrespected by the police at the Mm -hmm. same time. Like, so your money, like with long money, how can it be both? Right. How can it be both? If 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 your money, if your money is long enough, like it shouldn't be both. If your money is long enough, to get disrespected the bank, your money should be long enough to not have to deal with the police. If your money's short enough to be disrespected by the police, your money is probably not long enough to be disrespected the bank. But to get disrespected at the same time is like, bro, about that time, man, tell me, tell me your thoughts, D. I'm sorry, man. I'm done. Go ahead, tell me. No, my my thoughts are my thoughts are clear, bro. Like straight up. Maybe the gut feeling that she had was the fact that her ass was pregnant. Second off, <laughs> no, nah, because I know she was, I know she was a pregnant lady, right? So she was like, "Oh, my stomach hurt." Like, maybe you were pregnant. Maybe your baby was acting up. No, no, but, but in all realness, though, the, the the thing that's really sad about this is this was another person of color, another black woman, seeing that this man is like, you don't know who Ryan Coogler is. Like, I know if that was now, what did he have to walk in there with a grill? He had to walk in with his ice, you know, with with, with his iced out watch. He had to be coming in there bezeled down. He had to come in there in full drip with a grill on in his mouth. He had to come in with kufis on or what? What did he have to do 
to specify that him having $12,000 is, first off, let me just be clear. $12,000 is not a fucking lot of money. You know what I mean? Like I've worked in the bank. I've been in the bank. I did prior to, to prior to where I'm at right now. I've been in the bank for 10 years, maybe even more than that. And being in the bank, bro, $12,000. When white people come get $12,000, bro, that's not a problem. You don't even ask questions. They barely even want to see a motherfucker ID. Like, oh, $12,000. Thank you, Mr. Williams. Great to see you. Here's $12,000. You know what I mean? But because it's because it's another African American, he's not dripped out. He don't got chains on. He ain't in here with an iced out watch. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He probably regular. Looking like a regular dude, you know what I mean? Go in, hey, first off, slides a note because I want my money to be discreet because he's in Atlanta where niggas is quickly robbing people. And the first thing is, is that we've already seen too many of our icons, too many of our fellow brethren get knocked down because of the way that they that they've had to get money or because they've shown out to money. You know, RIP XS Tisashian, RIP um, Nipsey Hussle, RIP a bunch of people, bro, who have been knocked down based on them being out there with money or knowing or people knowing that their stature is or whatever they have and they get hit because they got they got money. Shout out to Mo to Mo Three. You know what I'm saying? RIP him. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people right now who have been hit. You feel me? For money. Just because they got money. Twelve and let me just be clear again. $12,000 is not a lot of money. I've counted out hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank and gave it out cash. Now, I think what may have been, and I don't even want to give her that, oh, she, this was a racial issue or anything like that, because not to say that we as black people, sometimes we hate more on our own than even sometimes the, the, the opposition can do. You know, we'll be the people who's like, well, I don't know, I don't trust that dude because he black. You know what I'm saying? Like my boy Uncle Ruckus said, I don't trust them new niggas over there. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to trust your own. You know what I mean? This man's a director. You could have done a whole bunch of other shit to check this shit. If you had a gut feeling about some shit, here's what you do on your due diligence. And me being a fellow bank teller, me being a banker, me being a regional manager in the bank, this is what the fuck I would have told the lady, right? I would never call the police. Hey, how about let's check his, his transaction history? Let's look down and see how many times he's probably gotten out $12,000. Let's see how much money he's probably had deposited in his account. You know, first off, this being B of A, and I can, I can attest to this because I've worked at B of A, and I know how the procedures are. First off, it's $12,000. So if you really felt some type of way, it's, it's a few different things. He's already had proper identification. He's already probably had to, he had to enter in his PIN number when he fucking slid in. So already, he's already verified himself in a bunch of different ways, Right. So if you felt, oh, this is suspicious, then fill out a fucking suspicious activity report. You feel me? That's what you do. You don't call the police on a man. You feel he's already, he didn't come in trying to clash no fraudulent check. We just had George Floyd die. You feel me? Get choked out because of him trying to clash that they said was a fraudulent check when it turned out that the check was to, re to be real. Y'all need to stop this weak ass shit. This is why we got too many of us dying. You feel me? Over dumb shit. So that shit right there is out of out of control. But the, I really think this is just a property of being lazy. That's really what I think. Like you had to fill out a SARS report. You had to fill out a CTR. That's a currency <laughs> transaction activity. You had to fill that out. Sorry. So you probably was being lazy. Like, oh, no, to do that shit. Got to exhale the information. Like, bro, do your job. You don't need, you know what they should have did right after that? They should have fired her ass. Oh, God. I bet you then y'all would have, you know what I'm saying? It would have been, it would have been big news, right? Like, oh, they fired this pregnant lady. But no, you're not doing your fucking job. Do your job. Look at the transaction history. Ask questions. You're supposed to be in there. You're, you're dealing with people all fucking day. You're supposed to already have a formula about doing something. Don't go to your manager. I feel some type of way about this. Do your fucking due diligence. 
That's what the fuck you should have did. And I'm not saying this because this is Ryan Coogler. I'm saying this about anybody. I don't give a fuck if you Brian, whoever. You feel me? If you Ryan, Ryan. If you're Ryan, if you're Ryan Humor, and he go in there and get money, do your fucking due diligence. You know what I mean? He definitely got twelve thousand in the bank. I'm gonna let y'all know that right now. He balling. Look, so he got a Rolex on right now. Rich nigga. Y'all wanna rob him? Don't rob me. You know what I'm saying? Give me money. Support me. Rob him. But I'm just telling y'all right now. I got a whole penny right here. Oh, that's all you. That's all you got. That's what you got. You get an issue right here. You get issues for withdrawal with that. Yeah, man. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this much. The one time you asked me about getting uh getting in trouble or having some kind of disrespect in the bank. The one time I was disrespecting the bank was this. It was actually as an employee. And it was my manager who disrespected me because of this. A dude, white dude came in. This motherfucker took out $20,000, right? Once again, not a lot of fucking money. So he come out, takes right. out $20,000, right? I'm in there. This is me. First off, doing my due diligence. Hey, sir, you should put this in a cashier's check. So that way, you can, you, it, it, whenever you go and you go give this money to somebody, you can already have proof of this money. Because first off, the shit that he was telling me he was about to use the money for sounded like a scam. So I'm like, yo, right. like you should probably put in a cashier's check this way. Like if anything, if it goes bad, you can immediately cancel that, cancel the cashier's check. And then that way you can, you, you could secure your money. But going in there with straight cash, you're just losing money. So guess what happens? Right. This motherfucker goes, takes the shit, loses his money, loses his money. And then his wife calls, how could y'all let him take $20,000 out of the bank? How could y'all do this? My manager came to me and said, why would you let him take $20,000 out of the bank? I looked at her and said, because he a grown up. And he had all the proper identification. <laughs> I'm going to tell that man to do with his money. I did everything I was right. supposed to do. I filled out my CTR report. I filled out a suspicious activity report. Not even because I thought he was suspicious about the money. I, I filled it out because of what he told me, what he was about to do with the money. So I was like, hey, right. you know, this might come back. So I did everything I could. This is why I got promoted. These are the reasons why I get promoted. Because, see, yeah, your manager might be on some bullshit because they don't know what the fuck they're in there doing because they haven't been on the teller line. They haven't been in dealing with customer facing in a while. So they get to this point where they think, well, you just need to do this shit. And they last time they was dealing with bank, they was actually writing out uh, credits and debits. They was writing that shit out on, <laughs> on receipt paper. So they don't remember how to right. fucking act. They don't know the system. But you know the system. Do your fucking due diligence. Whoever it is, lady, I'm sorry to disrespect you. I know you got a child on the way, and I hope you. I I, I do think you need to get fired, or at least go back and go get some more training. If I was Ryan Coogler, I would have sued your ass for making me go through that shit. I, I think I think you know the cold part is like the cold part is it be man. It just it's funny because it be a situation where it be your own people. You know what I mean? Like, did you see you seen that Nipsey Hustle video where the uh, the people run up on him with the with the uh, I saw that. Love that video. Camera. How he act. My and man went off like in their shit. Car. Like, how y'all like it? How y'all like yeah. it? How y'all like it or whatever? And then Megan Good is like, Nipsey. he's a person. Stop him. Megan Good is like, he's a person. Oh, you stop him. You see, we thought you was a cool dude. It's like, I'm a crip first, homie. And, uh, <laughs> and then um, they was like, we gonna, we gonna call the police. We gonna call the police. I don't care about no police. And I wrote on Twitter comment. I was like, it'd be, it'd be the same people out here like marching BLM left and right. Like marching BLM and 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 uh, wanting to cancel Starbucks and all that shit, and then they call the police on your own people. And the cold right. part is like I was watching. My thing is like when I first heard it, I don't really like anybody getting like 
I don't like hearing anybody getting like little bro or like son to buy celebrities, right? So that's why I want to do my due diligence before I found before I even gave an opinion on. It. I'm like, you know what? Because most things that we do, I read an article about. It. I read I read like three articles max. But for this one, I wanted to watch a video so I can get all the information before I like diss somebody that does the, that did the job I used to do. Now when they mm-hmm. interview her, she's like, yeah, I asked him a bunch of questions. He just kept pointing the note, and I'm like. Okay, I can see how that could be a robbery. And she kept going. She's like, yeah, but then I asked for it. And he gave me his bank card. And then he gave me his ID, but it said California. So I got a weird feeling in my stomach. Nobody from Atlanta is from Atlanta. First of all, this is Bank of America. This ain't Bank of Atlanta. Bow. Bow, Dale. Bow. It would be different. It would, it would be different if it was like if it was a Wells Fargo, if like somebody was doing a Wells Fargo transaction and it was from a different region, because Wells Fargo isn't all over the US, but it's literally Bank of America, like from Italy. So like how could you be like, he had a California ID? And it's weird because when you look at it, when I watch the video what Ryan is wearing, what Ryan is wearing like pre pre twenty twenty, you couldn't wear that in the bank. Like they used to be like, mm-hmm. take everything off. But now how we live in that's how you that's how you live. And the cold part is like the the irony of it is like the whole how do you say the I won't even say irony. I'll just say the interesting thing about it is like our culture can be criticized at times for flat for being too flashy. Because and like you said, that's how people get robbed. It's like, yo, what I'm gonna do is like not look that way. What who sent me that video? Uh, one of our one of our good one of our good uh one of our great fans, one of our day one fans, uh, my homeboy, my homie Bat, he sent me a video of Bun B talking about how the more money you get, the less you look like money. He was like, Jay-Z right. used to dress like this. Now Jay-Z be wearing like a bandana around his neck with a tiny chain and like a in a hat, a random hat. I mean, most people do that when they talk about most people use that example when they talk about Zuckerberg or talk about Bill Gates. But Bundy was mm-hmm. talking about Hove, which he's part of the culture, so it makes more sense. But Hove don't look nothing like he used to when he used to have the hottest chick in the game wearing Shane. I'm, I'm talking Hove. So Ryan Cooler dresses down, he got Bunio, and it's like you could have asked him to take his sunglasses off. I mean, you could have asked him like anything, but it's like when you you give it almost a too much, you give him too much credit, Dale. When you say they should have checked your transaction history, how about just open his account? That's like, it. What if you what if you just what if you just what if you just opened his account though and saw because the note the note says I would like to withdraw twelve thousand from my account. Please do the count in the back. I would like to be discreet. So when it says my account, right? Here's the thing. I and mean, this is my, this is the part that gets me though. This is the part where I'm gonna call I'm gonna pull race card. Because if you were scared off the rip from the note, just call the police off the rip. Mm-hmm. Like that's my if you get the note, it's a, it's a note, it says withdraw. I'm scared, call the police. But to get the note and then ask for ID and then ask for the card and be like, you know what? I think I'll call the police now. What? That's racism. <laughs> you know what? When, hey, bro. when you put it that way, it is. It is. It is. But I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. That's what she was just not trained correctly. Because in my in my eyes, in my eyes, I think in my eyes, when you're scared, when you're scared, I think I Shout out to Karens, because when Karens are scared, they just call the police. Because I feel like a Karen would be like, note, black man, police. But to do like further investigation on your own people and be like, this says from California. I'm not even going to look at that. I'm I'm calling the police. Word? Off the rip? Like, and you know, when they did the interview, I could at least see if like she escalated to the manager, like, yo, I'm going to ask the manager if I should do this. But she just called, like, yo, I'm calling. So it was overall, it was wacky. She didn't ask the manager at all? She didn't ask no, the she said she had a funny. No, she said she had a funny feeling. Just went to the back and called the police. 
So, I thought she asked the manager. So, so you're right. You're right. I, there, and that's the reason why I said lack of training. Because lack of training was, I think she asked the manager, and the manager was like, yeah, let's call the police. Like, because a manager, if me as a manager, I would have been like, hey, don't worry. I'll take the transaction. Hey, Ryan, come over here. Right, because... Because they show they show her nine one one call when she's like and the lady's like is she still there and she's like I don't really want to peek around the corner like because you know why she don't want to peek around the corner not because she is scared it's because she is embarrassed yeah <laughs> because at the end of the day it's a still and then my then brothers outside talking to the police like in the back of the car in this cold because like that image is forever people know who he is and that's fine but like I know who I know who he is because like he went to Sac State. I saw his um I saw his Ian Michaels top ten on YouTube. Dude is really interesting. He went I, I want to say I I want to say he's orig- he's originally from the Bay. Went to St. Mary's to play football and then eventually started right. writing. Like and he just has a really interesting story. Like he's dope dude. Like when he speaks, he's real down to earth dude. He talk, talks like Damian Miller, like town nigga. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just like you, just real down to earth, super cool. And then when he's talking to police, I'm like, man, like I've been in that situation before, and it just it really resonated with me. Where it's like, I don't know that guy, but when you watch like a 20 minute top 10 on somebody from, I want to say the guy's name is Ian Michaels. If y'all watch him, he has it in his top tens on everybody. Multiple Drake ones, multiple Jay Z ones, but top 10. Check it out. But just watching my, like, oh, man, that's dope. And him talking about his art and everything. And Rocky didn't really want to do the movie, but he wrote it and like ran up on Rocky one day and like, that was dope. She really do this movie. And just his story is dope. And it's like right. to be in a situation where it's like, man, like I'm. He he told the police, he's like, I'm I'm out here trying to make a movie, man. Like I'm trying to make a movie. Like I have yeah. personal matters to take care of. Like I pay for this person. I pay for this personal matter in my house in cash. This is how I do it. And at the end of the conversation, for the guy to be like, well, have you ever considered doing it in a different way? Like telling them what you need? He's like, I don't want anyone to know how much money I'm taking. I was like, no, but like, have you thought about like going in a different room, like and talking to a manager about it? Like when you got to do the transaction, he's just like, just looking at them like. It's 12,000, once again, $12,000 is not a lot of fucking money. Stop, that's not. I done seen, look, the crazy thing about it is you see people all the time in Bank of America. I remember this shit just vividly. Motherfuckers used to come in. This was back when when putting the, the telephone money to your ear was dope. Like before before Hove shut that shit down, right? And uh, I used to see motherfuckers come in, withdraw hella money, and then literally go outside, take hella pictures with it, and then come back in and, put, and deposit that shit. Like, nigga, that's suspicious. You should worry about that. You don't know what the fuck they did. They probably just put get you counted for money. Motherfucker, I had that too. You did it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they do that shit, they do that shit still, bro, to this day. I know they do. That shit don't go away. Niggas don't. I mean, there are some niggas you know who got money. Like, I'm not gonna test Lil Dirk when I see him go on on uh Shots Out Million Dollar Podcast, go on Million Dollar Podcast and go and have stacks piled up. I'm not gonna test that he just did that shit for one day. I know he probably really got that shit because he was in his hood doing that shit. Like that was dope. But it's some of y'all niggas, little rap niggas who really just got money, or not even rap niggas, some of y'all niggas who just really just want to show you got money and just want to be Instagram famous. But he ain't trying to be Instagram famous because once again, $12,000, he probably was paying a vendor. He probably had to go off and pay a nigga like, hey, I need 12000 because I got to pay my staff. He had to go probably pay his crew. Hey, I got to get these niggas that's some cash. Was, I, that's what he was explaining to the police. I have a personal matter that I deal with at home um, that yeah. I prefer to pay with in cash. Yeah. Facts. So, so why? Why? And it, we, man, this is crazy. Old people. <laughs> Bro, literally a crazy. <laughs> I, I remember, and it's crazy to me because I worked at other banks where I didn't see motherfuckers let other motherfuckers come here. Like, I ain't even on the account, but this is my wife. Oh, yeah, we know you. You know you be coming in with her. So, yeah, go ahead. Like, what you need to get out of here? Oh, yeah, I just need to get like a quick right. thousand out. 
Like, right. nigga, like, fuck out of here. I think it's, I think it's so weird because it's based on like, just based on my whole, based on my whole stereo, stereotypical like view of, uh, of how Atlanta moves. Just like listening to future songs and like me visiting Atlanta. I went to Onyx once. And the way everybody was just, and I went to this underground party once. The way everybody was just flexing, just big flex. And I'm like, I guess. For somebody to not come in there and flex or not like suit, suited and booted, and they didn't say like, "Hey, I need, tw- I need, I need twelve bands." All right, here you go, daddy. Like, what if somebody mm-hmm. like, here's this note. I just need this done. Like, but the way, the way, the way, the way he released that statement, like, B of A handled it to my satisfaction. I'm done with it. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. they sent, the, hopefully they sent that man a check. Now let's talk they about did. somebody that let's talk. I mm-hmm. hope so. Let's talk about some. Hopefully, it's more than twelve thousand dollars. Facts. <laughs> while, while we're on while we're on the topic of wrongly being accused, mm-hmm. I just want to take this time to uh, make sure that about Del Time is okay because one of his uh, one of his favorite lesbians, one of his favorite act, one of just about Del Time's favorite entertainers, uh, was recently convicted of um, basically fraud. Y'all know the actor Jesse Smollett. Um, if y'all didn't know, like about this is how about Del Time's hero list goes. He got Marlon Wayans, J. Cole, Allen Iverson, Sade, and Jesse Smollett. And if y'all didn't know that about Del, if y'all didn't know that, then just make sure y'all just give shoot some prayers to about Del Time and his fanhood to Jesse Smollett, because Jesse Smollett is doing 150 days for lying about for lying about being attacked. I thought it was 150 months. Outside of it's, it's 150 days. Oh, I thought it was 150 months. I was like, damn, they give that nigga some time. Like three, like that's like that's the time. <laughs> damn, that's hell of time, bro. <laughs> that's like that's that's like six years. <laughs> I think oh, yeah, he's getting um, he's getting 150, 100 uh, he probably, you know what? Honestly, if they were like, if they were, if they were real people, like I think, if they were real people, like if it was like a fake rape charge, he should mm-hmm. get, he would, she should get several years. But because it was like fake people, it's like, I guess it's cool. But my thing, bro, here's the thing with him. It's like, I know people like this, and everybody does. Jelly Smollett still ain't admitted that he lied. He still nah. in a minute, even though the brother, even the brothers came forward and was like, "Nah, bro, like we, we were banging him, but we we didn't we didn't like we didn't know nothing about that." Like he he paid us to beat him up, and we, and we were smashing. No way, he said they were smashing Whoa. him. Wait, I don't know. Somebody, 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 was, was, somebody was getting binged. Somebody was getting binged. <laughs> but, but nah, man, he still to this day he to this day he said that he said that that's. That they that happened to him, and I just want to know, Dale. Like when you tell that type of lie, do you eventually admit that you was lying, or you just go down with the shit? You believe that shit? He, he look, he done told the lie. Look, let, let me tell you this right now. I knew he was never going to tell that he that that shit was fake when he came in and the rope was still on his neck when he was talking. When they told, when they described that, they were like the rope was just still on his neck when he was coming in. <laughs> He's never gonna admit that this shit that this shit was fraudulent. Like even when they came out, like, nah, nigga, do y'all, I wore the rope. Like you can even see the the pain, the pain in the in the in the in the uh because he believes it. He believes that now he's like, they got me, like it was MAGA, like it was MAGA, like, like 
man got me like it's because i'm gay black man like he tried he wants to believe that so bad because another thing is too somebody the three people that's left in this corner right the three motherfuckers that's left in this corner is like jesse i believe you you know what I mean? Like, they just, you know, it's because you a gay black man. And it's because they just want to, they want to hold your type down. They don't want to see you rise to the top. They don't want to see you do nothing. No, that's not the case, nigga. You lied. Nigga, we was all, we was <laughs> all, like, not we, because I was never with him. But but Rolex definitely was with him. Like, yo, bro, he was hitting me all in my, all of my texts. Like, yo, bro, this shit, wow. I can't believe they doing this to Jesse, bro. Empire this, Empire that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying, man? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's real, man. And that was it. <laughs> I was like, candy, man. <laughs> but in the way with that tire, with that Terrence Howard voice, because I just didn't believe it. But with the rope on the neck, and listen to me. And another thing is too is because for him, he has to ride this all the way out because he's if he admits to it, right? Here's the thing: if he if he admits to it. Then he's basically saying, yo, I tried to play the black community and I tried to play the LBGTQ community. And those are the, the okay, you might can play the black community. I'm not even going to front. You might can play the black community. But the LGBTQ community, they never letting that shit down. They never letting that, them and PETA, them, they never, they never let <laughs> shit go. They never let shit go. They still on Michael Vick neck right now. Michael Vick ain't seen a dog. They want his ass. He hasn't seen a dog. No, but I think that I, I think that I think that he should he should keep it. I think he should keep it hundred at this point because you think the thing is, bro. The thing is, like, it, here's the thing: as long as you're lying, you're actively lying, right? Mm-hmm. But once you tell the truth, the lie is over. So it's like people are like he lied about that shit for three years. All right, bet it's over. You know what I mean? You get on the show in a couple of years or whatever, fine. But to just be lying about it still and nobody believes you, like nobody believes you, nobody does. The thing is, you could tell the truth now, go to jail, get out of jail, be like, man, you know, I'm reformed. I was tripping because that's what jail is for. It'll be the thing, it'll be different if like they gave him a couple days. He's like, all right, man, bet, like I'm holding my guns. But if you can go in there for 150 days, like this is what I'm saying. When he comes out, he should say he lied. When he comes out, like, yeah, I had a lot of time to think about it. And man, I was I was having a rough time. Things was tough for me. I was a middle child on Empire. Nobody cared about me. It was rough. I needed more paper. And I think people would accept it. I think at this point, you gotta just keep you gotta be hundred with yourself and be real. And the cold part is like, here's the thing, bro. What gets me, I can't judge anyone's like star status or what anyone's dreams are or i can't do i can't do any of that but all i know is this this is what i do know on empire he was a homosexual man that was a singer and fox was paying him to be in this show with an oscar award-winning actor terrence howard in an all-star cast on a show that had cameos from all types of hip-hop legend the most popular black show at the time on a white network which is fox i don't know what the contract was but your real life you're a homosexual man that also sings so i don't know how close jesse smollett's character is to what his real life is but it looks like to me from the outside looking in that looks like a dream job to play yourself 
in a popping ass show. Cause some people really gotta, let me not say some people really gotta act, cause acting's hard. I'm saying that to have a role that is you and the contract ain't right, so you go these lanes to get the contract, like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, what, what, like, what are we doing, bro? Like, honestly, it's kind of like, I'll keep it 100, it's kind of like some Antonio Brown shit, if we're being real. Like, like, okay, bro, okay, like, you didn't really like the Steelers, like, we get it, okay, fine. They wouldn't let you be you. Patriots mm-hmm. wouldn't let you be you. You don't want to go with Gruden because they losers. They won't let you be you, and you got your feet messed up, whatever. Tom Brady goes out of his way to call you up because you a good receiver, and he wants you to be on his team, and you don't want a Super Bowl. And then you don't get the ball a couple of times, and, y'all, and you play. You playing in the state. You playing in your home state with the greatest quarterback of all time, and you want to get butt naked because the coach, like, said get your ass in the game. Shut up. Like, if that's the stuff, like, again, I'm no, I'm not in the area of Jackie Woman's fan, bro, but I'm, I, and everyone got their own contract disputes, and everybody, as my homeboy Bat says, we all got different goals and situations. Without me having the information, you know, the specifics about your goals and situations, I'm going to say that that Negro is stupid. Like, I'm just, that's how I feel, bro. Yeah, am I, yeah, am I tripping? Like, cause I, am I tripping? You 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 not tripping, but I will tell you this. I will tell you why he'll never why he'll never admit to it, because that's not Hollywood works. This is how Hollywood works. This all he got to do. He gonna go away for the hundred and fifty days, right? Then he gonna stay out of public eye for a while, and then somehow some way he gonna bounce back. Boom, and motherfuckers is gonna forget about it. He gonna you know what I mean? That's it. He's gonna do that shit. He's gonna come back, and then motherfuckers gonna be like. Oh yeah, that nigga did do that shit. Like it's gonna somebody gonna have to bring that shit up. Either he's gonna do a doc on it, either he's gonna do like a documentary on it about what happened. He's gonna this is my side of the story. This is what I feel like happened. This is why I did I could tell just by how angry he's acting in court. He's gonna he's gonna do this 150 days and then he's gonna set away for about like maybe four to five months. And then after four to five months, he's gonna come back and then they're gonna be like, this the Jesse Smollett documentary. And he's gonna do the documentary and it's gonna bring him back. And then people are gonna feel sad for him because like he was like Empire was tripping, they were treating him wrong, and da 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 da. But he gonna live. See, the thing is, what he's gonna do is, is this. This is what he's gonna do. He's gonna say that he that he did it without saying the shit. Everybody else gonna read the documentary and say that he did it, but he's never gonna say he did it. Oh, okay. So he gonna have like he gonna it's gonna be one of those documentaries where like you have somebody else do your documentary. And then they do all the like they put all the information. It's like it's like it's like the um like I'm not gonna say it's like OJ Simpson uh, made in America, but like kind of like OJ Simpson made in America. Like it's not based. <laughs> like they don't they don't tell you OJ did it, but they be like he did it. And there's not a lot of interviews from OJ, but that's his story. And then after watching it, after if you if you actually watch OJ made in America, if you watch it, you'll feel bad for OJ Simpson. Like you really, it's a six hour documentary, but you'll feel bad for him. If they do this Jesse Smollett documentary and he don't really gotta say he did it, but everybody else is like, Yeah, it was crazy because he gave us his money and he told us to punch him in the face, then we went to go get this rope, and then he wanted to wear the rope and we took pictures with it, we did selfies and we did naked push ups. Like, damn, man, that's messed up. I feel bad for Jesse. What would they do? <laughs> we did naked put we did naked pull ups, all three of us. Like I'll like I'll <laughs> My brother was pulling up on one way, and we had Jesse in the middle, and then we was pulling each other up, and it was naked, and then like it was fun. Come on, man! 
it's a good time. You ain't put all that in the documentary, right? And then it's like, you know, I feel bad for this. So you're right. He could disappear for a minute, then pop back. Because all it's going to take, all it's going to take is this. This is what's going to happen. By the time he get out of jail, by the time he get out of jail, by the time he blow, by the time he blow up, like, like about the time, like director career is going to be like on the precipice of the precipice of getting this big check. It's going to be on the precipice of getting this big check. And about the time going in about the time going in this angel investor, like, yo, man, I know you're working on this film. I got a hundred K for you, but I kind of want to cast, I kind of want to cast this one guy to get him back on. It's like, all right, cool, man. Like, let's run it. Like, I'm all set. What do you want to do? I just want to have this guy play like a, I just want to I want to have this guy play like an Uber driver just to get him back going. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, cool. What's his name? Jesse Smollett. Huh? Jesse Smollett. Isn't this about Del Time production? And the next thing you know, Jesse Smollett is back, and then your film makes like your film makes like twenty five million dollars. Right, we're gonna do it on we're gonna do it on Ryan Kruger's bank. We're gonna do on Ryan Kruger's uh, bank story. (laughs) Right, right, for real, exactly. Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett's gonna play the teller. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just and that's and you're right. That's just how it goes, bro. I mean, how do you feel about like so? You know, we got these conspiracy things where they say people don't kill themselves in jail. Someone else killed them. Like when it comes to Epstein mm-hmm. and Epstein's homie just died in jail. And then um, Aaron Hernandez, they saying he didn't kill himself. How do you feel about Jesse at the end saying, like, I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. So if something happens to me, just know. Did you see that tape? You sent me the tape. Yeah, I saw that. I saw it. I said, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like people are out to get him or do you feel like he may just kill himself? Like, do you think so? Like, what do you? I feel like I feel like. Look, look, let me let me tell you this right now. I've never been to jail. Now, I've been to jail, but I've never been to prison. And, but I do know this based on the documentaries I've seen. Gays run the prison. Gays run the prison. If you go in and you already identify as gay, you go in and run the prison. Motherfuckers run Damn. like like. <laughs> No, nah, for real. This this dead ass. Like I know this from my, from my real people. This is about. But no, let me just let me just. I know, I know. But he not. But what they can try to tell you is he gonna go in there on top, bro. He gonna go in there on top. He gonna give all the commissary pause. kind of shit, bro. Yeah. No, I ain't no pause because it's real life. He gonna go, in, he gonna go in there on top. On top. Top bunk. All that shit. Like all that. Hell enough for you. Like he gonna he gonna be running shit. He gonna be running shit. Having his own line of hoes. Like I wanna be one of Jesse Smollett's. Like I'm a whole that my whole my daddy pocket. Like he gonna be in there running shit. Ain't nobody gonna kill this nigga. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is the nigga about to go in there. <laughs> to go in there. He probably ain't gonna wanna get out. Like this shit tight, nigga. They love me in here. Fuck it. Like I'm really this. I'm the empire of this. Like he's gonna be in there like that. This is my empire. Fuck that. I'm in here doing Broadway. That's all good. Like they love me in here. See what you mean? I'll never go back. Like you know what I mean? Like they I'll never me. go. Back. They love me. <laughs> they love me in here. I don't even wanna go back home. Fuck that shit. Like. Like, it's good. It's ridiculous. Man, bro, I got all the cupcakes I need, all the all the hoggy dogs, all that shit spreads, and I get and I had them spread it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's gonna be winning. Now I don't know. I don't listen. Listen to me. This is what I do think. I do think this. Okay, so there's two parts to what I think. That part, and then I think this. Right. He could possibly just nowadays we wouldn't put it past him and trying to hurt himself, getting another prisoner. Like, just beat me up. And then, like, so that way, like, I just let them know, like, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll give you a pack of six. Like, you know, now he it ain't he ain't got to get nobody 20 vans. Like, all he got to do, all he got to do is give him, give him a carton of cigarettes. Like, yo, I got a carton of cigarettes, and you can do this. And then, basically, you we going to be on. And I'm going to make you famous because you already got life. And, we're gonna, and then I'll help somebody get you out. 
All you gotta do is tell somebody that. Just all you gotta do is tell somebody that. The cool mm-hmm. part is like I think I think sometimes people set things up and don't think about the opportunity cost. It's like if that if if that whole if that whole setup costs twenty bands, and even if it did work out, you gotta you have to like hold that lie together for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like you are you are already an actor, but you gotta hold that lie too. Like if it did work out for him. You got to hold both lies together. People are going to ask you about it a thousand times over and over again. Like, mentally, who would want to do that? Oh, no, man. Poor, poor Jesse Smollett. Hopefully, I mean, as I said earlier, y'all, just make sure that if all of y'all out here just, uh, just, I was sending about, about Del Tom some good energy, man, because he real sad about, about one of his favorite thespians going down and not being on the screen. Let, let me, let, 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 let's go ahead and get to this, man. Look, maybe you're right. Maybe if he just apologized, people will fucking be sad for him. Because I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you a person who apologized and shocked the fuck out of me. Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins apologized to Kyrie Irving, bro. And that shit's shocking to me. Because me and you, me, me and Ryan Humor have had so many discussions on how Kendrick Perkins literally be hating on Kyrie Irving. Just hating on that. Just like he, like he just get on the thing. Like yo, it ain't no Kyrie hate on here, but I can't even do the show. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like unless it's Kyrie hate, he won't even want to talk. But recently, because of the game that Kyrie played uh, out in Philadelphia, Kendrick Perkins got on to live television and stated he apologizes to Kyrie Irving, and he will never say nothing bad about that man. Ever. He said, matter of fact, to quote him, he said, if I saw Kyrie on Instagram over there putting up sage and sitting in sitting in the uh in in the Indian stance, I'ma join him. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Kendrick Perkins going ahead and apologizing to Kyrie Irving? I think that's big, man. I think that there should be more of that on on sports television. Like I think people People make so much money off of a lot of their narratives that they don't want to let them go. Like about not about those time. Uh, Skip Bayless <laughs> has been Skip Bayless has been making a killer yep. twenty years, just like criti- just criticizing LeBron, and people love it. And the interest if there wasn't Skip Bayless, if there wasn't a Skip Bayless, there wouldn't be any LeBron haters because there's actual LeBron haters, which sounds stupid because he thirty he thirty seven years old giving y'all fifty. Like, how could you hate LeBron? But because people get so attached to their narratives, they have to do it. It's just like, it's like Stephen, a, it's like Stephen A with the uh, with the Cowboys. Like, you make he makes a killing on that. Uh, Stephen A with the Cowboys uh, back in the day, Jay Cutler back in the day, Kwame Brown. Like everyone that's him just like hating on, not hating. Like when he talks about the Knicks, he's an actual Knicks fan. That's different. But like when he talks about when you used to talk about when you used to talk about Russell Westbrook until his parents got got at Stephen A about it. Um, I think that it's so it's challenging for these dudes to walk their statements back. Like, hey, you supposed to believe in this. Like, I love when Stephen A's to, to stay off the weed. People love that. They love it. Why? Because it's it sounds funny, but in reality, the rule is the rule is stupid. Now you can take a whole, you can take every single pill, you can take all the drugs you want in the NFL, but don't smoke weed or else you're a drug addict. Yeah. Same thing happens with Kyrie. It's like he just used to take the vaccines he could play the games like he's playing half the games he's doing his best the rule is dumb but Stephen A has made a killing on not made a keys he was Stephen A's been Stephen A 
has been way successful before Kyrie was even born, I believe. But he's made a killing these last six months on just, like, the Kyrie hate. And if you look at the comments, you're like, yeah, Kyrie's stupid. Like, he thinks the earth is flat. He won't go play the games. And he took mental time off because of January 6th. Congratulations if you got a job that let you take mental time off because of January 6th. I took some, right. I took some mental time off. Uh, I took some mental time off during the Civil War for 2020. So congratulations, bro. Like, the way, honestly, the way I see it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that people would laugh at him for taking mental time off for January 6th, but a lot of people took time off for September 11th. 3,000 people did die during September 11th, and January 6th was an act of terrorism. So if people want to take off mental time, they'd be like, yo, what's happening in the world? Take the time off. Like, how is that? How does that make him a bad person? And it's like, you, right. once you stick to those things, it's hard, once you stick to those things, it's hard to do. I said it to say Kendrick, per Kendrick Perkins co-signed and influenced and perpetuated a lot of those opinions. So for him to be able to like, you know what? I apologize. It's crazy. I'm not crazy in a bad way, but it's outstanding. Like that's fire to me. Like, and I, I have a great, even greater respect for people when they could walk some of the back once the information changes. Like it's one thing, it's one thing to not have an opinion and just rolling with whatever like hype beast to tell you. But it's another thing to be like, yo, this information is different. Now I feel different. I was mm -hmm. tripping. Bruh, it's really giving us game. And before Kendrick Perkins apologized, I saw Stephen A. take of him saying, like, me watching Kyrie score 50 made me want to throw up because all these people are cheering for him, and that's what he wants. He wants the attention. He wants the adulation that y'all, that he could not play half the games and y'all cheer for him. And I think he, I, and I, I feel like Stephen A. is one of the best actors in the world because someone that loves basketball that much, there's no way that Kyrie Irving scoring 50 makes you sad. There's right. no way because he's a baller. Kyrie, Kyrie is like six, one and a half, putting up 50. Like the closest, the closest reincarnation of Allen Iverson that you're going to get because he don't shoot like Curry, but the way he moved the ball and get to the cup is crazy. So for you to, for you to be upset about that, for you to feel any type of, any type of slight for Kyrie scoring 50 to make you feel away is gross. That's disgusting. So I'm happy to see that, bro. And by all means, like just on a side note, I, I honestly appreciate when a lot of y'all hit the DM like, hey man, y'all tripping them up. Y'all tripping about that one take. I'd be like, all right, well, tell me how you feel about it. And then a lot of y'all are DM or send a voice note like, y'all should talk about this. Or y'all should say this. this. is what I think. You know what? You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. you know, the next show is how I'm going to feel. And I believe that, I don't know, but that's just a huge leap for Kendrick Perkins, man. Because there's too many dudes that play ball, that be on TV, just hating. And they give it out and giving out like giving out too much of the game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when Kendrick Perkins be like, yeah, when me and KG was this, and when Ray Allen this, and we was homies, and now to be on TV and point at other people, like I'll give I'll give you an example. It's like when JJ Reddick was on there talking about, yeah, when I was Zion's teammate, like he was real standoffish. And I'm like, bro, JJ Reddick, like you're cool on TV, but I think to like talk about a dude that you played with two years ago, I think that's whack. Because uh, like when y'all are in the league together, it's like a brotherhood, right? But you telling me like mm -hmm. two years. If you talking about locker room, if you talking about locker room stuff from ten years ago, cool. Locker room stuff from like five years ago, cool. But like a dude you play with a couple years ago, you talking about how he was as a teammate, like negatively. You kind of you kind of whack. That's whack to me. And I think some of these dudes get so far away from the game, they become Stephen A's. You're not Stephen A. Or yeah. Steve. You still owe something to the game. Sorry, dude. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's what you, but like Charles Barkley, so far away, okay, I get it. Shaq, so far away, okay, okay, I get it. But Kendrick Perkins, so far away, but being able to, like, apologize, I like it, man. I, I love I it. it. It's, it's dope. 
I love it. And it should be like, it should be a, um, it should be a testament to everyone else because people, we get into, we get into, we're getting too comfortable at this, like, at the, with this hate culture. It's way, people are way too comfortable with this hating on people. Like everybody got, everybody got an opinion that sucks. And it's like, it's like when I saw this Gary Payton Vlad TV interview and Gary Payton was talking about him and Jordan and mm-hmm. in the finals. And somebody was like, the league is the league is way too soft for rivalries like this. And then one person was like, This isn't a rivalry. They played each other one time in the finals. And another dude was like, another guy was like, the, another guy was like, the Warriors Cavs rivalry didn't do it for you just recently. And I commented under that, yes, because people don't actually watch basketball. They just they just they just repeat hot take, they repeat whack takes. And right. a whack take is that the NBA doesn't have any good rivalries. And all the other good rivalries were back in the day before play, before players could switch teams. But you're writing this under a comment of Gary Payton, who played for the Lakers with Carl Malone and Shaquille O'Neal, who forced a trade from the Magic to play with Kobe Bryant. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Who's going to watch basketball? So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's too many, it's not enough people enjoying the game. And too many people thinking that enjoying the game is hating on the game. So right. I, I appreciate what Kendrick did, man. That's outstanding to me. I love that. I got a new respect because it broadens his opinion. It makes the thing is this, right? If you can like, if you can walk something back with new information, it makes your opinion more valuable. Yeah, that's why niggas watch Skip Bayless and be like, I guess I'll just watch this to watch him hate on LeBron. Like you never gonna walk anything back. No, but people watch it. Like, I, you know, LeBron. I watch it because LeBron's never gonna be Jordan. What y'all gonna do when LeBron retire? Who y'all gonna compare to Jordan then? What y'all gonna do? Nothing. It's gonna be boring as shit. What are you gonna do? It's gonna be like the what are you gonna do when LeBron retire? It's gonna be the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Basketball gonna be the dunk contest, or it's gonna be WWE when you found out it wasn't real. But but look, <laughs> I I I agree with everything you just said, and I love. This is what I do love, right? I think um, first off, Kyrie dropped fifty. That was like a few games 50. ago, and then he goes and goes toe to toe with the dude y'all been giving all of this clout to, right? Y'all been giving James Harden mad clout. Mad clout. Oh, this was the best thing ever. Him and Joel Embiid, they the new Don, they the new Kobe and Shaq. They this, they that. Oh my God, like this is the best thing. Oh my God, uh, Brooklyn lost. Philly won the trade. Now, look at the media. And this is how quick the media switch up on you, right? Because two weeks ago, two weeks ago when James Harden was beating the fuck out of the Knicks, beating the fuck out of Minnesota, right? He was a GOAT. Oh, man. This is what Philly needed. They're going to definitely be the best. Oh, my God, right? Then KD comes back, and he goes head-to-head with Kyrie Irving and KD, Seth Curry. And we see that who really won the trade? Brooklyn really won the trade because they got a deep-ass play. They got Seth Curry's out there looking like a fucking all-star, Hitting threes from anywhere, you know what I'm saying? You got, you got KD going, going face to face. Not you hear a lot of guys talk shit, right? And whenever they, whenever they beef or something like that, but then you know what I'm saying you never really see them get in the in, in a person's face. He right in Joel B's face. Joel B got like at least hundred pounds on KD, but he right in his face, like whatever. Woo 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 woo. Then you know what I'm saying you got Kyrie. Going just ripping the fuck out of uh, James Harden, ripping him like every play. Rip, ah, rip. Take this, take that. It goes to make me believe like that. that the rumor about Kyrie Irving dogging the fuck out of James Harden in practice is real. 
Because it goes to show me, oh, damn, maybe he really was dogging his out in practice. Maybe that really was a real live. That, was, that wasn't a rumor. Maybe that was real. Because we all know Kyrie has great one-on-one game. I mean, he went and challenged Kobe when his rookie year immediately. Like, hey, I'm, I want to play you one on one on on and when they were playing in the um on the uh on the on the USA team. Like to me, that's dope. Like your confidence is crazy. So I think Kyrie being able to show that and showcase his 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 skill set just goes to show. That man, we need we need to start like stop going off the off the court shenanigans that people do and worry about what they do on the court. Be happy what they're able to commit onto the court because they're gonna show you something. You know what I mean? We're too busy, you know. I don't like LeBron because when he came out and he said he was gonna win one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight championships. I don't like that shit. The fuck is he supposed to do? I don't like, I don't like that shit. <laughs> like, what was he supposed to do? He's supposed to come up. I mean, we might win a championship, y'all. Like, y'all just hounded, y'all hounded, y'all hounded Westbrook just for saying, I didn't have no expectation coming to the Lakers. You didn't have no expectation. You came to the Lakers. You didn't have no expectation. No, I was just hoping to play. Now, what the fuck? So now it's like, y'all want to, it's like, it ain't no win in the media. So, the thing I say to no, me, just open the play. <laughs> like, I was just open to play. Like, open to get there. You know what I'm saying? I was happy. Like, get my jersey. That was it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Westbrook, that's dope. They could, I'm going to hang that shit up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got hella jerseys down. But I'm just saying, like, like, like you could be, you could, and, and, and I love this because, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins could have, I say all this because Kendrick Perkins could have stuck to his guns. You know, I don't care about what he did. All that shit don't mean nothing. We'll just see what happened next game. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I like that about him to be able to do that. To me, that that actually, like, for me, that game, the new type of respect line for Kendrick Perkins. It makes me want to be like, oh, damn, I'll watch you more now. Because now, I, I like you right. mentioned, I respect your take now. Because you're someone who now showing me that. You're not just... Oh, I'm hating to hate, or I'm hating because I want I want to get views, or I'm hating because I want to get better ratings. No, you're you you're you're genuinely able to say, hey, you know what? Like I was wrong. Literally, he said that. I I feel like I've never seen it on TV. Other than Joe Rogan, I've never heard nobody be like, yo, I was wrong. I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Like I know Kyrie was like, hell yeah. Now I'm gonna drop fifty every time. You know what I'm saying? Every time, mm-hmm. but get fifty on their ass every time. You know, but I mean, Kyrie, one day you might be on ESPN. You feel me? And I would love to see what he got to say. But yeah, man, that's that's hot, man. I, I'm I agree with everything you said. It's hot, bro. I think it's a good it's it's a good look for basketball. It's a good look for media and basketball combined. I think that that that's really really dope when we can do shit like that. They gonna fire him next week, but he down a good run. They gonna fire him, like, man. You gotta. <laughs> You know what? You got to go. You you might as well go ahead Maybe and join up, Paul, join Paul Pierce because it's over for you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just go ahead and join Paul Pierce with some strippers and shit. We can't have you yeah. in here. Apologize, yeah, yeah. man. Ain't doing none of that. Well, yeah, we well, that what was worse than like? What was worse than like? Um, than uh, Stephen A. going off on? What was worse than Stephen A. going off on the fifty points was when. Molly had like introduced a topic. She was like, So, Stephen A., what do you feel about Kyrie scoring 50, even though it was against the Hornets? Even though it was against the Hornets, what? Like, people can't score 50 against a Hornet, let alone the Hornets. 
Like, like I can give someone a basketball outside right now and ask them to score 50 against a Hornet. One Hornet. <laughs> and they couldn't score 50. I can't shoot, bro. You might see me. With the hoop on seven feet, you couldn't score 50 on a Hornet. So, right. I don't want to hear about that. Something else, something else I don't want to hear about, actually something I do want to hear about is this. I want to go ahead and give a shout out to one of my heroes. Man, one of my heroes... One of my heroes came out here, and she and then they put these women on notice for Women's History. My, my homie, my homie Kim K, came out here and was like, "Yo, listen." They was Vanity Fair asked Kim K during the interview, like, "Yo, what do you think? You got anything for women in business?" You know what I mean? And Kim K was like, "Yo, this is how I feel about women in business. Nobody want to do the work. You know what I'm saying? Nobody want to work. Women in business need to get off their asses and get to work." And shout out because honestly, for Women's History Month, I feel like that's the type of message that needs to be put out here. That's the type of message I got. This, this type of message, this type of energy we need in the female, this, this type of energy society needs in the female community. And so Kim K be like, hey, all these women, they got to go out their asses because that's the problem. Nobody want to do the work. So shout out Kim K for just putting the fire out there under women. You know what I mean? Happy Women's History Month. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say about that shit. I ain't got nothing. To, I'm not in agreement with he talking about. I am not in agreement. Women, please. What's your opinion? I love y'all. I think y'all work hard. What's your opinion on? What's your opinion with Kim Casey? You got an opinion? Oh, you're going to talk about it? I, I know, I know. I got an opinion. No, I got an opinion. No, I got a, definitely got an opinion. But I'm definitely, what you just said, oh, yeah, hero. And yeah, they need to. Na- happy National Women's Day. I don't believe that. It's women out here working hella hard, bro. Women work hard. Shouts out to all my women, all my sisters, all y'all. I done seen Karen's working hard to dial 911. I done seen it all. You know what I'm saying? They be working hard, like okay, that night we'll work hard. Like I done seen, no, but real life, I, I, I all, all humor aside, even you, Ryan humor, put him aside for a moment, and just listen to what I'm saying. Listen, that was wrong, Kim K. You are a fucking billionaire. You got motherfuckers working for you. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is not right. That is not right to say to nobody. Yo, like, just need to get out here and work. You got your rise because of your father working on the OJ trial and you being on your back. So I do not want to hear that shit. I'm not saying that you didn't that you didn't grind from where you at because there's a lot of motherfuckers who've been on their back and just and just and that was it. That's all we know them for. We ain't seen Pinky in a minute. But I'm just saying, like, you know, for you to tell other women that's out here, like you just gotta work. Like, the fuck out of here. You don't know what the fuck these women go through. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody got no nannies. Not everybody got the opportunity to go out here and get a ton of plastic surgery and become out to be, you know what I'm saying, a sexual icon to other men. Not everybody can get on vanity and, and, and take off all their clothes and get the bag. Not everybody can have their own makeup line. Not everybody could do all that. I'm not saying that they can't. They possibly can, but it's going to take a lot more than just... Yo, I'ma just Kim K said work. I'ma just go out here and work. Like motherfuckers ain't getting money. Motherfuckers ain't getting getting no money from 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 their mom, from their dad. They're not getting all of that shit. I will commend you because you did some shit that was dope. We're putting your whole family on and making sure they all got the bag. But yo, even saying that shit in that interview, y'all all looked lazy. You was the only one who probably looked like you worked. You got you got Courtney over there sitting down like, yeah, girl side. Y'all need to work. But shut up. You don't do a shit. You got big because you was on a show with, with keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't want to hear that shit. Motherfuckers, no, stop. I'm I'm fighting for the system man, today. Look, I'm fighting man, for the look, women let me today. give you a direct nah. let me give you the direct quote, you man. Won't. I have the best 
I have the best advice for women in business. Get your effing ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Who doesn't want to work? Positive. We, we, focus, we focus on the positive. We work our asses off. If that's what you think, then sorry. We just don't have the energy for that. We don't have to sing or dance or act. We get to live our lives. And hey, we made it. I don't know what to tell you. She been hanging out with dude too long. She been hanging out with dude too long. Dude who said, and I'm saying dude who taught, you know what I'm saying? Slavery is not a, slavery is a choice. That's dude, what she, are you talking she, about dude? Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about dude. Because ain't no way in hell you're going to tell somebody that. Like right now, it's like you said, it's woman history. It, it, it's it's appreciate women. Month. You don't say that shit. I, I literally, when I saw the, when I saw the post, I looked on the comments just to see how many women, to see how many women had some shit to say. Are y'all rooting for her? Is this something y'all want to hear? If Beyonce came out and said that shit, bro, y'all be on Beyonce head. If Nicki Minaj came out and said that shit, y'all be on Nicki head. I, I, not, not necessarily Beyonce, but Nicki said that shit, y'all be on Nicki helmet. If Cardi B said that Bruh. shit. Y'all be on Cardi B. Hell, bro. Bro, like you just gotta, you gotta understand that, like Kim K, Kim K, she work hard, bro. And so, like when you work Tell hard, when you be on TV for like, other than say work hard, what has she done that, that shows you that she works hard? Right, she work oh, hard, bro. Yes. Like what? What has she done? Huh? What? Do you, what has she done? Huh? She lost, the, you drop a jaguar. What? What has she done? Law school. She did do law school. You're right. You right. See, what else? That's hard. Working hard. But bro, Make she wouldn't been able to get to law school without stop. Bro, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here going to school. It's teachers. I, I, so you trying to tell me right now? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Your mom worked hard. So you said right now, what? Yeah, huh? Work hard. Yeah, work hard. Work hard. Yeah. Single parent did it. Did yeah. it all. Got you looking right. Got you through college. Put you on. You out here. What I'm saying. Children. She's a hard. That's a hard working woman. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but my you know worked I mean? hard. That's hard. Kim That's K, hard Kim work. Kim Kane saying all women ain't working hard. He's saying the problem with women, the problem that she said the best advice I have for women in business is to work hard. That's what she said. So if you're a woman in business and you're not working hard, Kim K talking to you. She talking okay. to you. You know what I mean? In like, that perspective, you're right. If you ain't out, listen. But she if you also, ain't out here working but hard. She also you, said, she also said. She we finished the quote because she also said, Y'all, but when I see like y'all ain't working hard, that's what she said. Y'all ain't working hard. Basically, she excluded herself to say, The rest of y'all hoes ain't working hard. He said, That's that's the problem. Like, really, people, that's the problem. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Nobody. Yeah, that's, not, that's not saying, that's not saying, hold on, that's not saying y'all that's not working hard. That's saying nobody else other than the Kardashians is working hard. I mean, basically, at the end of the day, whether it's, I mean, it could be, it could be argued, it could be argued that like Kim Kardashian is the hardest working woman in entertainment history. It could be that's argued. That's a lie. Like, who, that's it a could fucking be, lie. It could be. That's it a could lie. Be argued. Stop. It nope. could be argued, bro. Nope. <laughs> it, could, it could be argued. Listen, it ain't all I'm saying is, it's about time. It's about time somebody came out here and said something because yeah, you know, I did. About damn time said it. She's a fucking lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We got a we got a bunch of just lazy women just wandering the earth that ain't doing nothing. Please don't cancel me, ladies. So, I love y'all. Please, I don't know what he's talking about. Fam. So please it's, just, it's about time that it's good. Like that somebody like Kim K and her stature came out and was like, "Yo, you know what? Nobody, none of these women are working hard during Women's History Month." Like she came out and put them on notice. 
It's like, yo. She tripping, bro. She tripping. She tripping. Damn, you know what's the funniest thing about this whole thing, bro? It's like, this is how wild this is. I don't know if some of y'all have seen the video, but look, about their time sent me this video, right? And I watched the video and was like, what is this? And then I had to, I had to rewind it. <laughs> because you ever, you ever watch something and you don't know if it's a meme or not? <laughs> I didn't know. Right, exactly. It felt like it was a meme. Because she was sitting yeah, there like that. when she when she said it when she said it, the Courtney what Courtney was sitting down and was like that and looked up to her like that's so true, and you know Shut I don't up. know what Courtney be doing, but it was just really weird to her see her be like that's so true like <laughs> so I don't know but hmm? no I'm saying too, so too true who because her ass don't work no Courtney Look, talking man, about so all true. upset. Bro, like these Kardashian women work hard, but they were twenty five eight, bro. They were twenty five eight. Like I'm, I'm right. saying, like any any anybody anybody is listening to the show. Listen, I'm just saying anybody is anybody is listening to the show. Pop up at that video and show it to your, your female counterpart. If you got a lazy woman in your house, show her the video and she get motivated by Kim K. You know what I'm saying? Like, or cut your balls just, you know, off. Or she gonna cut your that, balls listen, off. I mean, look, she. I'm. That's my hero, man. So if you listening, Kim, you just hit my. You get my line. Yeah. Nah, you ain't white and skinny. Sorry. <laughs> this is true, man. You got a track of the week for these people, good brother. I do, bro. I got a great fucking track for y'all this week. I got coming off the 2000 album. We are the streets. Uh, this song is number nine on that album, and it is recognized by the Locks featuring Eve. Um, fire ass track, bro. Uh, Jada spit on this shit. Uh, Style Speed spits on this shit. Sheik spit on this shit. Everybody's spitting on this shit, bro. Literally, just a fire ass track, bro. Definitely go check this out. Um, wanted to give y'all something that, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to hear, man. It's your streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Get back to the block, man. For all y'all women that ain't working hard, you know what I'm saying? You listen to this and recognize. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. <laughs> but, but nah, y'all listen to this track, man. All my, all my people out there, man. Y'all listen to this track, man. This something that's gone. If you're in the gym working out, you definitely gonna motivate you. If you at work and you just going through some shit, it's gonna motivate you. Whatever you're going through, if you're in the car and you just riding down, on Sunset, are you riding down on Melrose? Are you riding down on Lake Merritt? Are you riding down on um, on Collins Ave? Are you riding, I'm trying to name all of the dope-ass streets in every dope-ass city, but if you just riding down anywhere, bro, if you in Spain and you in Cordova, bro, and you just listening, bro, pop this, and it's gonna be dope for you, bro. So, yeah, man. Recognized by the locks, yo. The shit's fire. That's what's up, man. So, what you saying, did you, you purposely pick this song for Lazy Woman? To recognize no, I, lazy? No, I don't think women are lazy at all, bro. Now, no, not all that. women. Just some of them. There are some women. Just like there's some men that are lazy. But I'm telling you right That's now, I'm, I'm never gonna say, you know what? That's the problem with y'all. What? The fuck up. <laughs> Sit in your fucking glass house. I'll throw a brick through that shit. Fuck out of here. That's the problem with y'all. She said. She said. It seems like nobody wants to work. Nobody. <laughs> Give me a fucking job then. I'll work for your ass too. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. Anyway, Come to my job. Man, this, 
I'll be working. All I'm saying is, but I mean, but I've kind of feel like it comes full circle, good brother. Like you, you are, we opened the episode with. Here's the thing, bro. You be subconsciously agreeing with stuff, but not knowing it, because what you You're said right. at the beginning of the episode. I said what that Taylor was lazy. I said she was lazy. <laughs> I did. And I she, did. And you called a you called a pregnant woman lazy earlier, and now we come full circle, and it's like so that's what I, I mean. said. That's one I said. person, I spotted out one person, and that's I was able why. to verify her action. You out here speaking yes. on the magazine talking about all women are lazy, except me and my sisters and my mama. Yes. <laughs> this is why this is why it's important to have women's history month because you can have a Kim come out and say that women are lazy because usually you have somebody like about their time opening an episode like that teller hella lazy I work with hella pregnant tellers they never do anything so happy women's history month for women that are, somebody might be listening for, to the end of this episode they didn't hear the beginning <laughs> Yo, that's, yo, that's your chance to hear the whole episode, man. Basically, this is your options. You could go ahead and listen to the whole episode, or you cancel about their time. Figure it Don't out. Cancel me. Can be Make sure you cancel me. No, fuck that. <laughs> Don't cancel me. Y'all cancel his ass. If y'all want to be yo, man, we just did like how he was saying Kim is his hero. He said Kim is his hero. So remember that, y'all. Don't. That's not a good thing. Some women be like, Same, man, Kim is my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Law school, bro. Listen, man, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but y'all here with us, and we appreciate that. Hey, man, and if you made it this far, just know we here at the Dell and Ryan Report really, 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 really fuck with you. So, till next time, cue the music. <laughs>